0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Know It All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry the Fantasy Football Know It All. You can find me on X at FF Know It All. You can also check me out on TikTok, FF Know It All, or email the show directly, Football at gmail.com. I apologize ahead of time. I am a bit under the weather, so my voice is not what it is usually, but. We will get through this waiver wire episode as quickly and efficiently as we can. It is not as exciting of a waiver wire as we had last week for a few reasons. Now, you might know already who the main, uh, I'm sure everybody knows who the main target is on this waiver wire, and you might say, wait a minute, 50 points, that's exciting. Of course it is. But you need to understand the context first, and we'll get into that when we go over uh, a list of names here at, at all positions. We'll, we'll try to get maybe 10 names here. It, like I said, it's not that exciting. The top of the list, there's a lot of upside, but the rest of the list, it's really just plug-and-play guys that you might need to uh, supplement for injuries or upcoming buys because buys do start. ...after next week, so uh, you got to keep that in mind. Buys are upon us, everyone, so keep that in mind also. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of the show, I do want to uh, talk about today's sponsor, and that is Bove Design. In this day and age where everybody is setting up some type of business online whether it is a main source of income for you or just a side hustle you need a website that is fully functional that gets your business needs accomplished and that's where the folks at bow design come into play Let Rob and company tailor your website, your banner ads, your logo, everything to suit the needs of your business and the wants and needs of your customers. You can find them on Instagram at bove.design, that's B-O-V-E dot design, and let Rob, the owner, know what you need and let them take care of you. Let them help you set your business up for success. You will be happy that you did. Alright, so it's going to come as no shocker here that uh, Devin A. is the number one waiver wire pickup this week, and it's not even close. Look, when you can put up 50 points from a position in any given week, that's going to be eye-popping and jaw-dropping because it doesn't happen every single day. But you need to understand a few things about the Dolphins' offense, the other players in this backfield. And what expectations should be moving forward? Do I think that he's worth adding? Oh, 100% I do. Am I going to bid on him in leagues where I can get him or make a, a waiver claim? You better believe I am. But be very careful. This is not a situation where I feel he's going to step into a three-down roll. He's not built that way. He's a small running back. He is lightning fast. He is definitely a, a great complement in this high-powered offense, and he will be fantasy relevant on most weeks if, he's, if his usage is anywhere near what it was on Sunday. Now look, when you're putting up a 70-point performance, a drubbing of the worst run defense in the NFL in the Denver Broncos. You know, these running backs were getting double digit touches because you're running, you're not running the clock out, but you're able to run against them. I mean, you're averaging eight, nine yards a carry. I mean, my goodness. But here's the thing you cannot expect a 50 point performance from him every week. You can't expect a 20 point performance from him every week. He is more of a low end running back three or a high-end double flex, meaning if you're in a two-flex league. Right now, he's flex-worthy at best, is what I'm trying to say. That's not to say that he couldn't emerge. Raheem Mostert's 31 years old, and Raheem Mostert is injury-prone, and so is Jeff Wilson, but Jeff Wilson is something else that we need to talk about in this mixture, too. A-chain is going to get more touches after what we saw on Sunday. How many more, we just don't know. In another week... Jeff Wilson will come off of injured reserve, and this coaching staff loves Wilson. You're going to see a three-headed monster out of that backfield. Tua likes to throw the ball. Jalen Waddell was also out this weekend, so that played into their game plan a little bit too. So it was a perfect storm for A-Chain. So again, make your waiver claims, but don't think that this is going to be one of those league-winning things. Now, it could turn out that way. But don't set that as your expectation. He's only rostered in, uh, I believe it is 26% of ESPN leagues as of right now. I'm going to take a quick look at that really quickly here. I want to give you accurate information. I looked at it. I thought it was, oh, 16, which is kind of surprising, honestly. So... We're going to go ahead and uh, put him as the number one claim this week, 16% of ESPN leagues. He is definitely somebody that you want to add to your team if possible. All right, we'll stick with the running back position here, and a uh, not-so-attractive name, and that's Matt Breida. Look, 26% rostered even after Barkley's injury a week and a half ago, look, I'm going to tell you this about uh, about Breida. He's not somebody that you're going to look at and say, oh, I need to have him to start. But running back is so bad. Everybody's hurt. Even Derrick Henry might miss time moving forward. So you need to do whatever you can do to bolster that running back position. And I do think that Barkley's going to miss multiple weeks. And I do think that Breida can be a serviceable guy, possibly, that you can put in there for you. So uh he's somebody that again I don't think you have to add it depends on your team if you need a running back there should be very little uh want for him in your leagues they didn't pick him up last week when he, and now you could have gotten him for free heading into um heading into the weekend and nobody did that either so He's somebody that you can definitely add to your team. And again, it's really just based on your needs. Antonio Gibson is a desperation throw at this point. He is terrible uh, for fantasy. But if anything happens to Brian Robinson, he would step into a very, very big role there. And he does get some play out of the passing game. It's only three targets or so a game. Again, only if you're desperate and you shouldn't hopefully ever have to start him. Now, let's take a look at the quarterback position. Kenny Pickett is somebody that had a lot of buzz going into the year. I wasn't buying it as a Steeler fan, but I did like what I saw this weekend. He's only 26% rostered, and this last game that he had, he put up 22 fantasy points, 235 passing yards, and a pair of touchdowns. He is starting to run the ball a little bit. It's only 11 yards, but If they could give him some more designed runs and maybe he can get you 40 yards a game or something similar to that, then you found yourself a nice uh, young running back to add to your team. And perhaps you have a Joe Burrow or somebody else that's either struggling or hurt. Anthony Richardson who missed a game. You might need somebody. C.J. Stroud is somebody else I want to talk about. I am seriously considering adding him in just about every league. Look, he started out slow, but that was his first NFL game since week one. He has put up well over 600 yards, four touchdowns. He has not thrown an interception, and he's averaging 25 fantasy points. You will take that from the quarterback position. So Stroud is somebody that I am looking to add all over the place, and his ownership percentage is only 11.3%. So again, if you have some of these guys, Geno Smith, Dak Prescott, that just look horrible, uh, Russell Wilson, why are you starting these guys? They're, they're awful, and they're not going to get better. They're older guys. Get yourself a younger, more talented guy that looks like he's on the upswing. C.J. Stroud could be somebody that we're talking about later in the year, not so much as a league winner, but as one of the top 10 options in next year's draft. All right, you could, have, you could also have Derek Carr. We'll talk about injuries later in the week, but I did want to bring that up. On the wide receiver front, Tank Dell is the one I would rather have of all the wide receivers on this docket. And look, the, re- the reasons for that are easy. The target share that he's getting there in Houston. I, we just talked about the quarterback, C.J. Stroud. This guy has gotten 10 targets and 7 targets the last two games. He is he's, uh scored, put up for you. 20-plus points two weeks in a row from the wide receiver position. He's finding the end zone, had 145 yards and a score on Sunday. If he's out there in your league, Tank Dell, he's only, let's see here, 23% rostered. If he's out there, make that claim. As far as how much you would bid on most of these guys, A-Chain is the only one that I would say you put a decent bid on and maybe 25% of your fab, but no more than that. The rest of these guys, they're they're lower, lower end. But Dell is a guy that I might consider 10% of my remaining fab on just because I, I like the upside there. Josh Palmer nine point nine percent owned obviously Mike Williams we'll talk about injuries later in the week he's out for the year with a torn ACL so they're gonna have to get somebody else involved there I like Quentin Johnston a little bit better but I will tell you that Palmer is a good at least a decent option over the next couple of weeks to see an uptick in playing time and an uptick in uh, targets he did have seven targets against Minnesota for a touchdown 66 yards so Yeah, I'm not excited about it, but maybe your receiving core is hurting and you need to add somebody. Maybe you went running back heavy and you need some receivers. Josh Downs, Indianapolis Colts. This guy, you want to talk about targets. At 3.2% owned, he's getting... Twelve. He got 12 targets last week. He's got 24 targets on the season, and a lot of those came with Richardson as the quarterback. So you can't look at this and say it's only a Gardner Minshew thing. I think he's a thing there. Now, is he going to win you a league? No. But if you need a flex, if you're getting 13 points out of your flex every week, you're happy with that. You will absolutely take that. And eight catches, 12 targets, 57 yards will do that. So again, these are guys that again are are not necessarily going to win you your league but could give you value down the stretch now I mentioned Quentin Johnston he was not as involved as Josh Palmer and he hasn't done well this season he only had three targets for 10 yards caught two passes gave you three points this is somebody that might not even be on the waiver wire so or might not even be scooped up off the waiver wire based on performance. So he's somebody that if you want to be sneaky, wait for waivers to clear and add him for free. But if you want to make a claim for him, do so. I feel that with Mike Williams gone for the entire season, I do believe that he's going to emerge as the number two to Keenan Allen's number one in that high-powered Chargers offense, especially if Austin Eckler continues to miss time. And I do believe that he will. Tight ends, there's really not much to talk about other than Luke Musgrave and perhaps Logan Thomas. Um, Look, Luke Musgrave is not somebody that I'm excited about, but getting eight targets last week, that he more, honestly, he more than doubled what he got for the first two games combined. Was that a product of them having to come from behind? Probably. But even so, He looked good doing it. He's athletic. If he can continue to get targets like that, he's somebody that you can add as a tight end. Tight ends are so bad, other than Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, you know, Sam Laporta. You want to throw Mark Andrews into that mix? I don't necessarily want to do that. I think he's in a lesser tier this year with Darren Waller and George Kittle. And then after that, it falls off the face of the earth to where you don't even want to start a tight end. But before we go down that rabbit hole Logan Thomas is somebody that if he plays he has a more of a a chance to get a touchdown than almost anybody else in that position so he might be a good streamer for you if he plays he's only four percent owned and one last guy I want to talk about I really don't want to talk about him but I guess we have to and he's another charger and that's Gerald Everett it seems like he lets us down no matter what but he is catching passes here It's not a lot. It's not pretty. He got six targets uh, for 30 yards, nine points. He got seven points the week before. So, look, he's not giving you goose eggs. So, at this point, if you're desperate, I guess you can go ahead and get him 32.9% rostered. So, like I said, it is not an attractive waiver wire proposition at all this week. These guys are minimally... uh, Going to perform for you. Devon A. Chain being maybe, maybe the only guy on there that I would spend fab on. I guess there should be an honorable mention here. Let me see what his roster percentage is because there is a guy that he's a running back, but my thought process was he was too widely owned. But no, I guess he isn't. That is Roshan Johnson. Look, the Bears are ugly as an offense. I know this, but. If you need a streamer this week, and I'll talk about him when I talk about streamers, but if you need somebody, this might be a good week to play somebody like him. He's 33% owned. If he's available and you need a running back, pick him up. They play the Denver Broncos. If there's ever a chance, Justin Fields can't throw. We've been over this for now two years. Now we need to adjust the game in Chicago so that they can run the football. Who cares if it looks like 1862? Let them run. All three of them can run. Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, and Justin Fields. Let them run all over the Denver Broncos. Will they do it? Probably not, because it's Chicago, but Roshan Johnson should be owned in every league. Definitely rostered. If he's available, take him, stash him on the bench if you don't want to play him. Eventually, they'll figure it out, hopefully, and you could have yourself a starting running back on a run-heavy offense going toward the, the stretch run of the season. So, That'll wrap it up. A short one today. My voice is starting to go. I appreciate you bearing with me. Hopefully it wasn't too painful to listen to. And I will be back either tomorrow or Thursday with a uh, an injury update. And then we'll do a preview for the weekend's action. So, again... Hopefully, you guys all won this week. I For the first time in a very, very long time, I won in every single league I am in. I am very pumped and excited about that. Put up a lot of points. Had a lot of the star players. No Mostert, though, and no a on any of my teams. But I did have Tyree Kill, Keenan Allen, and some of the other guys. So, all right. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye for now. You guys... Please do everything you can do to um, dominate your fantasy teams, dominate your lives. Have a great week. Thank you all for listening, and I will catch you guys. uh, As Michael Scott on The Office would say, I'll catch you on the flippity-flip.